Hey guys, it's the Hot Devil One Podcast. I'm your host is always Stephen Henry. To my left on my screen, we got the Mr. Matt Williams. Hey fellas, what's up? There he is, being there. Down there in the closet, <laughs> the resident bear, head bear in charge, David Wayne. Morning. <laughs> That's right. All right, our height bear, David Wayne. Uh to his to his left, uh the the Tiger Woods impersonator, Dylan Walker. <laughs> Yeah, we got Dylan Walker um, uh, instead of the intern this week, so it's same thing. Yeah, we got to fill our quota. We're trying not to get canceled, and they needed to make sure. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we needed a what did Metzger say? It was JJ. Uh, he said, uh, "I need a girl or an and, other." An other, yeah. <laughs> He's like. Because he didn't want he, he he didn't want like three white dudes in a row, so he's like <laughs> like a girl or an other. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate you uh, wearing a hat with no emblem on it, so that we don't get flagged for any trademark infringement, anything like that, Dylan. So none. Basically, what I'm trying to put across is I am the shooter. Yes, I am. The shooter. <laughs> I'm trying to stay as incognito as possible. Man. <laughs> yeah, he looked like the starting character for uh, for a video game. <laughs> anything up yet like you haven't gotten a name brand shit yet. yeah no i haven't even been in the gym you haven't been able to do my muscles or anything i'm just the lead <laughs> that's that that's a good place to be man that way you can just like weave your way into the crowd and just chill out like you'll never find me. yeah <laughs> oh by the way before we forget uh if, if you're watching on youtube go ahead and hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell follow us it's great share comment subscribe um right all that <laughs> every wednesday for coming at you yeah and we'll probably get back on topical depressions at some point but for right now fuck it yeah i'm, I'm a tiktok boy for now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see that dog oh my gosh Stephen henry has come out of his shell he's on tiktok Stephen henry is eight people yeah <laughs> and growing it's <laughs> it's the craziest I, shit. I love it man it's all my personalities yeah. No, like that's the that, that's it now, man. That's what you got to do. Yeah, it, everybody's blowing up on TikTok that I know, and by that I mean getting hundreds, maybe even tens of hundreds of, <laughs> of views. Views, yes, and we've made it exactly. I have somebody else take out my trash. Just that's six hundred. I mean, you know, it's okay. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, so you're on TikTok, right? Dylan? I am, yeah. I'm on TikTok at Dylan Walker Comedy, man. Everything. All my handles are Dylan Walker Comedy. It's actually been pretty cool, man. I stayed yeah. away from TikTok for as long as I possibly could. Man. Yeah. I'm I, from the TikTok good. generation, but it's a necessity now. Everybody's on it, and if you want to be taken, I, you know what? I welcome that. I w- welcome that, man. Yeah. <laughs> gender pronoun. Oh, uh, shit. Gender. It's geranium. It's gender fluid. Geranium Smythe. Yeah, Can't find my fucking glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't. I can't see. Just like you these probably, people pretend not to see color. <laughs> <laughs> you probably left them at the gender reassignment. <laughs> I, love, I love how none of y'all mentioned this. Even even left. I'm, just <laughs> I'm still waiting for Steven to come in. Who the fuck is Steven? <laughs> just another cis man just sitting on this podcast. Another cisgender male. That's just what Steven is. Oh, yeah. I, he adds nothing, takes away nothing. Just takes away everything. <laughs> he takes away 23% more than a woman would. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, basically, we had to break up the minority and make this podcast a little more easy. Could be three white male, right? Oh, like, I feel like I'm still in charge, but I'm just like less in charge. <laughs> if anything, your job is in severe jeopardy right now. I, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, as long as there's not an other like authority figure that you can go above me to get me in trouble, I'm fine. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds so cringy to say. I'm like, Ugh, I, I only fear retribution if it's like if it could happen. I would like to say it looks way better with the glasses. Though. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> with your permission, I would like to take uh, part of that and like put it back over your ear ever so slightly. Do you want to fucking touch me, Matt? Williams? <laughs> Is that what you're saying right now? 
<laughs> With permission, Drake. Are, are, are you asking his consent first? <laughs> Her consent. <laughs> it's been a whole 10 seconds. You need to ask for consent. Yeah. 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 Do I have consent to acknowledge you? <laughs> <laughs> Your presence. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make it for what it, more than what it is, but you're here, and I just don't know if I can say hi or not. Right, and I already apologize for being a Libra and you being a Scorpio. I'm a Pisces, bitch. Fuck. My bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to miss sign you. Yeah. Check two two fish. Say, yeah. He said, "Check your privilege." Yeah, is Miss signing somebody a thing? I, like Miss, like listen, listen, bitch. Geranium is the Pisces because you can eat this fish on Friday, okay? even for Lent. <laughs> Jesus, that's so funny. That's so funny. What is what is your name, ma'am? I'm sorry. Geranium Smythe. All right, uh, Geranium Smythe. I am a uh, student of lesbianic ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, NYU, obviously. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. But... That's, well, that's the noise she makes whenever a cisgender male acknowledges her. Well, I doubt you're yeah. going to Texas Tech. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been more convenient coming from it would have been more convenient coming from Oklahoma to go to Texas, but I was like, fuck that. I don't think you welcome in roll tide. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh wow! I'm studying <laughs> lesbianic ukulele at uh, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. War damn eagle. So they tell me the Texas Longhorns would not accept. <laughs> yeah. The lesbian ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, Longhorn is too phallocentric. Yeah. Thank you, Matt Williams. <laughs> That's what I've been be saying. The Texas horns. <laughs> be the Longhorns. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, <laughs> no, I, don't know. I was talking about that the other day. Like some of the teams, it's like imagine like being on a football team or like a basketball team, and like you're trying to act hard, and your school mascot is the Ducks, <laughs> like Oregon Ducks. Like you can't go to like you know, no. Some some schools have like cool names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Longhorns are like fighting armadillos and shit like yeah now the barbarians can't be taking on the grasshoppers over here they just can't Do, being being the goon from the ducks <laughs> the enforcer <laughs> no but i'm talking about the college like there's oregon oregon's real oregon's uh, oregon has some dope uniforms though i'm not even a college football fan you put them feathers on my shoulders and i'm flying. yeah God, yeah, I, but sometimes they're like bright yellow, and like you're just running down the field looking like a bee, <laughs> <laughs> looking like the little girl from the Blind Melon video. Yeah, the most in shape crossing guard ever. <laughs> yeah, fun fact that was Geranium Smythe when she was eight. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's the one that gave him the heroin, I bet. Yeah, all right, here, try this, this white male. <laughs> It's white powder for this white male. Got to put them in the ground. <laughs> There's a, my mom actually gave me the, what's it called? Like the little banner that you get? Fuck. Fuck oh, are you talking There's about? a specific name for it. Like the family like, crest. on the stick and you're like, yay. I know there's, I know it's a flag, but there's an actual, like, there's an actual name for it. Are you talking about a standard, Matt Williams? <laughs> Like like a standard's a banner on a stick. <laughs> Maybe. You know, right. not, not uh, at least one person in this in this Zoom call right now has a college degree or at least multiple years of college experience. Like you can't figure this out. Yeah. Well, there's uh, my mom got me this thing. It's called the uh, they're they're the uh, uh, Mississippi. It's like Delta yeah Delta State Fighting Okra. That's the dumbest one I've ever seen for a college team. Fighting Okra. Yeah. The fighting. I like, TC, yeah. I like TCU. They're um, wait a minute, wait. The horned frog. Oh, okay. You're saying it's a school of pod people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they should be cut. <laughs> Just in, in every headline when they lose, the okra got fried again today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
When they met up with the Texas Chili. <laughs> so stupid. The um, no, the oh, I don't know if I, I think I told you guys about it, but like minor league baseball teams are fucking insane when it comes to uh, when when it comes to the names too. Because I remember back home we have the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, and right next door they have the Montgomery Biscuits. Oh, yeah, the Flying yeah. Biscuits. Was it Flying Biscuits? I, I think it's know. Montgomery Flying Biscuits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, you biscuit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like double A baseball, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Those names are worse than Kentucky Derby Horse Race. What's up, sorry? I said those names are worse than Kentucky Derby Horse Race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great because I was I was in right field and there's there's just like a group of people from this uh this credit union, it was like Navy Federal. So they had this like huge uh they just had this huge spot in the stands and there was like 30 people just yelling. Biscuits <laughs> at, the, at the right fielder for <laughs> it is <Just> crying. Um, <laughs> it is just biscuits, you're right. You know yeah. what's you know what's funny? They're uh they're the farm team for the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> <laughs> they're the double A's for the Tampa Bay Rays. I, I don't oh, know they're still around. around. I'm so surprised. What's the double A? What's the double A? Um the like it's like the lowest Jeez. well, they're single A ball. So like after high school, like you can go to the majors, or you can go to college, or whatever. Oh, gosh. You can play single A baseball, double A, triple A, and then you can get called to the majors. Gotcha. So it's like the farm system. Yeah, I don't like how he has green screen advantage over us, and he's just able to be wherever he wants. In the well, world. that's our apartment. He just keeps saying he. We're just gonna <laughs> let that fly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, all, I like I like I how <laughs> like I don't I don't think you want to get loud with like a trained fighter. I mean, you're going <laughs> to let some things slide here. Above being above being a trained fighter. First of all, I'm a black man. You can't yeah. answer that. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to go there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like no, he couldn't have been in the military. Black. That's why. <laughs> I remember when um when I got I wouldn't say that I was responsible for the show getting canceled, but I would say I played a factor. And at, yeah. yeah, at Cowboy Corral at Sean Harper's show, and they tried to say that I was the reason for them not wanting comedy there anymore. Sean immediately went to my military service. He was like the first person we had there was a black veteran. I can't <laughs> <laughs> You got to perform under that Blue Lives Matter flag. Oh, it was great. I could reach my hand up and press the, the stripes on the flag. <laughs> I know. Like, I almost, like, uh, the, when I, the show we did, Sean and um, John addressed it. And if they didn't address it, I was going to be like, wow. I'm like, it was right after the election. Yeah. So I was like, man, I was going to like, you guys are happy that Biden won, huh? You got a, you know, <laughs> the, the blue, the Blue Lives Matter flag. Like, a, you know what's crazy? Democrats. Is I feel like, because Biden won, and that's such a conservative bar, and we were talking shit about it every single week. We probably just rubbing the dirt in, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. The, yeah, the president of the motorcycle gang there came up and shook my hand when I got off stage and told me I did such a great job. When in reality, he probably meant you'll never be here again. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, though, I don't know if if, if um did did he know that you were a veteran? Oh, yeah, by that time. Okay. Yeah, because motorcycle gangs, that's how they started. They're, they were all veterans. Fellas. Oh, yeah? That's how they started? Motorcycle gangs. And complained on me. Oh, well. All right. Maybe their morals have changed since World War II. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's how they started was after World War II, they came home, and they didn't know how to, like, you know, process shit. So they formed, like, motorcycle gangs. That's all lot. So, like, the military is always, like, something that you don't fuck with with, like, them. Instead of PTSD, they just got on their Harleys and were just toxically male, just bringing yeah. around. <laughs> Basically. With, with their cute little leather vests on. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that Kyle Kinane bit where he talks about, um, who's the, who's the guy that was the leader of the, uh, the Westboro Baptist Church? Oh, uh, Phelps. Yeah, he's like, he's like, that guy is such a good villain. He's like, and the reason he's a good villain is because he brought two groups together because, like, 
Michael the, Phelps, know. right? No, yeah. <laughs> no, he just said how like gay people hated Westboro Baptist Church, but so did right. bikers because they would boycott like military funerals. So okay. he's like, he's like, I just like to imagine that they're all hanging out and there's like a group of bikers and a group of gay people. And then one of the lines is like that. The gay guy's like, the, the biker's like, what, what? Mm. Cute vest? Oh, thank you, thank you. Like, it's just <laughs> so funny. Like, <laughs> he's like, you gotta appreciate a good villain. Yeah. <laughs> the well, Baptist Church is where they ended up burning it down, right? Is that the one? No, no, you're thinking of the, the Branch Davidians. Yeah, yeah. The Branch Davidians. Which yeah. one's the Westboro Baptist Church? I think they're pretty much done now. Once that leader guy died, didn't they? Or they the still... leader guy died, and the daughter is like anti them and just keeps coming out and like fucking smacking them down, like Megan, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they they they're big on hating gay people and like any like then but like like you said it was uh like uh like veterans coming home from like they they would protest the like the funerals funerals yeah because like. Either they're a Muslim or something else, or no, just no. for whatever reason. No, it's I'm just because shit up, but I don't know. So it, I don't. It's care. because if you actually like, if you actually follow the book, minus them not following Matthew six five, which is don't be fucking preaching in the street. Like, <laughs> minus that part, like the whole thing about like render unto Caesar. There's no nations, things like that. Like that's really in the Bible. So like they hate the military because the Bible hates the military. Ah. They, they hate gay people because the Bible hates gay people. Like, yeah, like that's the funny thing. They're like, like trying to follow it to a T, I guess. Yeah, they're really literal about the book, <laughs> <laughs> which is why they're extreme. It's the same thing when you know you get the radical people who follow the Quran and all that. Right. Shit. Oh, it's no different. Yeah, they're, they're well. It, it's, it's all open to interpretation. I, I think I think that white people are starting to get a taste of what Muslim people dealt with right. after 9-11. Right, so it's gone from Quran to Karen. Yeah, man, the face <laughs> of domestic terrorism has changed. <laughs> right, yeah. It went from a hijab to a fucking babka. <laughs> you said hijab also to this. Bob? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. To a fanny pack and dad shoes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, from backpacks to fanny packs. Mentally yeah. imbalanced to new balance. <laughs> fanny packs to backpacks. It went from brown to beards. So now I have a beard and I'm in trouble. <laughs> a bearded bear in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Dylan, you do Muay Thai. Was it Muay Thai? What the fuck? I said Muay Thai. Muay Thai. <laughs> Eat more chicken. <laughs> Man, did you just say buoy, but with with an M? He did better than Bowie? most, though. Muay he did time. better than most. Most people come up to me and talk about you do that my time, right? I'm like, where are the bars? Is this brunch? <laughs> yeah. It's Muay Thai, not Muay Thai. Thai. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I started training. I started training Muay Thai when I was 16 years old. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I started boxing when I was 14, and I did that for about a year and a half. When I discovered that there was a way to fight using your knees and your elbows and your feet, I was like, oh, I'm home. I'm sold, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's it saved my life, man. I got beat up a lot as a kid. My street record is lopsided, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a salty record, man. Oh, God. So you're the yeah. cupcake match, like, for the NCAA? So they're like, all right, it's homecoming. Go get Dylan. I'm, yeah, I'm the tune-up game. You come to me. <laughs> When you just lost a fight and you want to feel better about yourself and you yeah. need somebody who's going to be down, that's me. The box, the box car walker. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just hard times. And eventually you just get tired of it and you want to you wanna learn how to not be scared when yeah. you leave your house. You so, know? so, like, when you were a kid, was your hero Sagat from Street Fighter? <laughs> when I was a kid, man, it was like – it was. Uh, people like Muhammad Ali and, and essentially like the Red Power Ranger. You know what I'm saying? Like people who can actually make a difference in life. Right. <laughs> so how did you feel about the introduction of the Green Ranger? Were you like, this is overkill? Yeah, like, what is going on? So no, this is, we're not doing this. Real OGs know what time it is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Green Ranger is the only one who's actually done MMA, right? Oh, man. Tommy? Dude. Yeah, the act Tommy guy can actually yeah. fight, man. Yeah. Tommy can fight, dude. Funny, I mean, when you have a ponytail, you kind of have to learn how to. <laughs> He's going to have to beat up Jake Paul now. 
Tell every guy running around with a man bun today. Tell every guy that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Most of them are just like namaste. Like, let's settle down. Yoga. <laughs> namaste, my distance. I, yeah, I come in peace, brother. It's all good, man. Positive vibes and shit. Oh, yeah. Muay Thai is the way, man. Muay Thai is the future. It doesn't get What's, so um. What was uh was it kickboxer that Jean Claude Van Damme was in? That's Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And it doesn't get the the respect or attention that it should deserve in America. It's been tried numerous times. But... Oh, I love that movie, man. I loved all his movies. My dad, we watched like Blood Sport, like all the eighties action movies. It's oh, yeah. that one. That's the one where he's wearing like the proper thing. Yeah, dude. I don't want to disrespect like the head. It's called a mangan, but yeah, it's real. Yeah. And he's fucking like kicking a steel or he's kicking like a concrete barrier to warm up. If only we could actually do that. Yeah. To warm up. To yeah. warm up. Oh, that's so crazy. And they dip their hands in uh, um, wax or something or glue. Yeah. And then they put it in glass and then they have to fight with like glass on the rafts. I'm like, that's intense, dude. Muay Thai is dope because unlike boxing, these guys stay active. They fight multiple times a month. And it's not uncommon for Grand Prix tournaments to take place where you're fighting several times in the same night. Oh, shit. Right, like, else, yeah. like the Kumite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <like>. Plus more. <laughs> no, but so, like, is it a style of fighting where, like, your hands, you don't use them as much? It's more elbows, knees, and feet. Correct. Right? Traditionally, in, in Thai-style Muay Thai, <clears throat> you're going to score or land with your feet a lot more than you are with your punches. Because if you think about it, when I'm fighting in, in, a, in one type fight, my hands have gloves on, so they're padded. The judges see that as a, a weaker technique as opposed to me slamming a shin across your ribs or running a leg kick, which has no padding. If I throw- Or even like punch, an elbow, right? Exactly, elbows have Not no padding, knees have no padding. <laughs> They yeah, and that's like harder than your hands anyway, too. Your elbow and shit, yeah. your knees. Like, what's this? gonna be the farthest tool of my arsenal to hit at long range? Which a leg, my leg, yeah. Yeah. at every time. People like to make fun of the calves, and I'm like, all right, man, it's okay. Come Who makes like fun of calves? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this dude with the chicken ass calves. <laughs> Everyone not from Cleveland. Ask John Jones about small calves. You know what I mean? Ask anybody who's made fun of John Jones. Oh yeah. Ew. Yeah, no, because it, it seems like uh, Muay Thai and uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu just seems it seems like people either go one or the other, or they just kind of flip flop. If you're gonna pick up one, I I'd recommend one of one or the other. You know what I mean? Or both. Well, it's because one of them's on the ground, the other one's stand up, right? And so when you get a good striker who isn't worried about somebody catching a kick and being taken down. He's throwing everything. Whereas, opposed if he doesn't have a ground game, he's going to be intimidated to throw these kicks against Khabib because Khabib's going to catch that leg and they're going to shoot get it back up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's just an art form, man. I wish I knew how to do it. I'm just do it, man. fat. <laughs> no, jujitsu would be great for you, dude. I can. I love to see Davy and a gi rolling around on a mat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a bear, bear in a death roll. Dude, it's gonna take on. me longer to get dressed than I'm <laughs> last training. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take like five minutes to get all this shit together. Finally, figure out how to tie the damn knot. Get out there, Just and then we're gonna roll for like two minutes. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> he's gonna have to tie two white belts together. <laughs> so that's the thing. Is that it's not people get it twisted and think that if you're doing martial arts or if you're training Muay Thai or training Jiu Jitsu that you have to be getting ready for a fight. Motherfucker, I'm getting ready for life, dog. I'm that's it. Yeah. I'm not it just helps me feel better. It's better for your health. Well, I had a buddy of mine that started training and he lost a bunch of weight because yeah. of that. He had knee problems, he lost the weight and his like knee problems went away and all this mm -hmm. shit. So and he, he competes in like tournaments and wins medals and stuff like that. That's one he fights of my goals out of Austin for like top team. But mm -hmm. it's one of my goals this year is to actually compete in jujitsu and no gi. So that way I can at least say that I did it. I've spent so much time striking and getting experience in a ring that I'd like to take my experience to the mat now. Start tapping people, man. <laughs> Choking bitches out, dude. That yeah, like people underestimate. They think I'm just a stand-up guy. They think I'm just a stand-up <laughs> fighter. I'm a stand-up comedian. No, I'll take you down too, bro. I think that's what everybody in the Tampa Bay scene is waiting for, is for a heckler to come after you on stage <laughs> and get it on video. 
Like I, I think never that's the number one anticipation. They're like, <laughs> just who's Dylan down with the I'm just picturing, <laughs> I'm just picturing Dylan now. He's like, everyone thinks I'm a stand-up guy. His next mic, he's gonna get on stage and just fall down and be like, Come on, guys, come at me, audience. Cause in jujitsu, they're like, Yeah, bring it, bring it I to the can. ground. <laughs> no, I'm messing. You know what's messed up is that I I, I speak uh, I talk shit for a living. I talk shit and this is what I do, but it's like I can't get into a fight, you know what I mean? on stage with somebody because that would be the worst thing for my image <laughs> dude actually you probably would... get more famous oh yeah like, uh, like that i would ever be literally destroys heckler yeah man because uh I, a heckler the thing is, finally... I think um i i think it's like something like once you cross um like once you turn on that switch you can't stop kind of thing you, know, and, you would and so once you start engaging with this heckler they're gonna be like within a few seconds be like I made a mistake, and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, well, I can't stop now." Yeah, yeah, no, you, no, you, you would, finish it. I could get us out of this. Remember when I tried to get us not be here, and we're here now? Well, we gotta handle this. Dylan, Dylan would be the opener for any comic who's ever been hit by an audience member. <laughs> Polly Shore, <laughs> Nick DiPaolo. Yeah. What's That's that, Nick? Really remember? That yeah. was Nick, huh? Oh my god. Yeah, Nick got sucker punched by uh, Geranium's sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. That if it ever happens, I mean, it would be a glorious moment for sure. I'm gonna take full advantage of it. But God damn it, man! For the longest time, I wouldn't go on stage without my gun. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see you just being like visually upset that you're like, I'm going to have to beat this guy's ass. Like I, I wanted to tell jokes, and this yeah. motherfucker wouldn't stop, and now he's here. Oh, gosh. I've never had a negative experience with hecklers. Hecklers have never come off aggressive and tried to make me feel shitty on stage. Yeah. Most, the worst thing that happens is they they didn't like something that I said. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then now we can just... I, I said Black Lives Matter, but you didn't let me get to the destination. You heard that and you jumped yeah. out of the car already. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, just buzzwords. Anytime you say any kind of like buzzword, people will just perk mm -hmm. up. And if they, whether they agree or don't agree, they just stop listening. And because they heard the word that they've already formed their opinion on. For sure. So they just go to that in their head. And it's like, it's so fucking annoying. It's so wild. Like you're not watching TV now, all right? You don't just get to say whatever you want and without exactly. any this kind of repercussions. A like, <laughs> it's not a conversation here. And I think people get that misconstrued. Yeah. No, I, you're able to turn it around. I have that a lot where they're not necessarily heckling, but they're just like, oh, that's so true. I'm like, cool. Can I just say the thing? Yeah, that those are my worst hecklers is, is they think we won't shut the fuck I up. I wish I would have had a heckler. Friday night, man. Fucking <laughs> bomb city. <laughs> it it is like the worst no. I've ever done. No Worse way. than that divine one? <clears throat> uh pretty damn close to that. <laughs> it might be worse than that, actually. Because I was in an actual comedy club. This wasn't an open mic. I couldn't just uh, get off stage, you know? Right. Um, uh, where, were you, where were you performing at? Uh, it was at um, where I was, where, I, where I'm going to be working for you on the 20th. Does that Got make sense? Oh, yeah, I don't really want to say. So, like, Got you. Yeah. But anyway, so there's like 15 people there, and it's the late show Friday. So people have been up since like 6 in the morning, 7. They're all tired or whatever. Yeah. And they, they got their food. And I hear them eating. I'm like, all right, cool. I go up and do the intro. I was oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah, I was hosting. So I had to fill in for somebody. And I'm like, hey, I was like, it's Friday night. How we doing? And everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, you can do better than that. And then they get louder. I was like, all right, cool. Off to a good start. So only like 15 <laughs> people going to my first joke, a few laughs here. Second joke, a few laughs. They just start dwindling. And I'm like, and then I kind of look out there and I can see everyone's kind of eating. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's just because they're eating. But after about like three or four minutes, I'm like, dude, like nothing after everything. And I'm just oh, like, these no. fuck. And I, I'm still like, I didn't, I didn't change my pace. I didn't slow down. I don't think I did at least. I still was smiling. I'm still happy, like upbeat, trying to keep the energy up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, finally, I'm just like, I don't know what you guys want from me. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I said that, but something along those lines. And I was like, oh, the Bucks are in the Super Bowl. And they're like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, you can hear me. <laughs> I just <wanted> to... <laughs> you can respond. You're not. You don't all have food in your mouth at the same time. It just. I wasn't even getting chuckles or nothing, dude. It was weird. So then the feature goes up. Same thing. The headliner goes up. Headliner had him like first six minutes, but he's like, he's like, I don't want to work this hard. He said, you guys, 
didn't pay attention to my boys up top. He's like, I'm already upset. And like, everyone's like, oh, <laughs> you know, and it's, but like, he's like, it was, that. that's what he said. When he got up there, they didn't give us anything. That's and he was not. like, that pissed him off. Cause he's like, you're not giving my boys nothing. You, you know? know? Like, so he's like, I started resenting the crowd. He said, and I know they could hear it in my voice. Yeah. But it was still throughout the night, just like pulling teeth. He still did like 60 minutes. Right. Because he was like, I'm going to fucking keep you here. Because <laughs> you don't want to laugh. You got to pay your sitter you enough for 15 to something. That's so amazing, dude. It's good when the headlines are cool like that and they get it. They understand oh, yeah, dude. Where, you're, where you're coming from and shit. Well, because he came up around here. I think he came up in Orlando. Yeah, he's from Orlando. So, but then um, oh, Saturday from, shows were better. He's from uh, he's from Ireland first, then Orlando. But yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's those nights as as a comic that that's those are the nights that you build camaraderie with. Up, like you're like, I think this sucks. And they're like, yeah, it sucks. You're like, it's still oh, okay. Yeah, this is the worst thing. This is the worst night I've had. Yeah, this it's... is one of those nights. And then you guys just kind of get through it, and we're like. They suck. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like our version of going through the shit together in military or something. You know, and you're just in this hole. You guys are fighting your way through it, though. You don't know how we're going to get through it, but we're going to yeah. That spot is tough, too, because I've hosted there more than I've hosted anywhere else. So yeah. I know kind of what to expect when I'm going out there. I'm not trying to murder. I understand I'm just trying to set a smooth cadence. If I can do that, then I did my job. Yeah. yeah. But, Something about those tables and when they get their damn food, dog. <laughs> well, it's because they face each other. They don't face the stage. Uh, so they already have to, like, turn sideways to even look at you. It, so It's set up like an Italian-style dinner. <laughs> Family, <laughs> yeah. And everybody's ordering pasta, meatballs, stromboli. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like Jesus' last meal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every <it's> table. Exactly <laughs> like that. And I was like, can y'all please just listen? Hear me out. <laughs> yeah. But the, you second, know what, show, the that, second show last night was like 19 people, and it went, went way better than Friday night. Like, you're getting laughs in there. It's just the first show, there was like 60 people, 60 or 70, so it was like fucking booming, you know? But Yeah. That, that, Are you going to say, Stevie? Sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, that, that shit, though, Dylan, like, you're like, it's rough, and it's where I do it the most, but, like, that's why you're going to get better than yeah, most sir. people. Yeah, sir. Yeah. And, uh, I, I believe that it it's a necessary thing if you're trying to make it to the highest level that you better know the job of the guy below you. So if I'm in this game to be a headliner, I had better know how to feature. And if I'm trying to be a feature, I had better know the job of the host. Well, I didn't have that mentality for a while. And now I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. Well, that's the thing. Like people, you start with guest spots and guest spots are so easy compared yeah. to hosting. Like hosting is mm -hmm. so much harder. And I then, think hosting is the is the hardest job on the show. I, I think that I I'm up there, but I've not headlined, but I imagine that's true, the hardest. True, that's because <laughs> you're I mean, going up after 45 minutes of other people. Yeah, yeah. but if they're there to see you, it might be different. So that's it's, the it's, thing. I've is heard different. I've heard difference. Some headliners say hosting is the roughest spot because you're going up cold. The feature is our, um, everyone agrees is like the best. There's no check drop. You're not Damn going it. up cold. You're just like, go up here, knock it out. We'll sell some merch. Yes, sir. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you only got to keep people's attention for 20 to 25 minutes. Yes, sir. But, and, and that's what's always weird about like headlining because people are like, I'm going in my closure now. I'm like, yeah, but you're doing it during the check drop. Right. So, like, you save your best joke for when no one's paying attention and doing math. <laughs> like, yeah. although some clubs will drop checks, like, after the show, which is pretty cool, but. Well, they they usually do their merch pitch during check drop, then they do. Right. That's uh, true. Closer. I guess that's true. I've even seen people work on new jokes during the check drop. <laughs> yeah. That's a good I idea. Thought, I saw Joe Mackey do that, and I thought that was cool. Cool. You know what's funny in New York is they actually have a newer comic come in and do the check drop, and then the headliner comes back up, which I'm like, that's oh, crazy. Wow. <laughs> that's they do? They just bring someone up to do a guest spot during real the quick. check drop? Hey, 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 real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw it out your pills. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know Dan, right? Dan Carney? Yeah. Like, Dan Carney, that's what he used to do all the time in New York, is he would just do the check drop spot. Like, they would just have people what? come in to stand up New York to just do check drop. That's You're like... 
All right, guys, while we're doing check drop, you know him as the door guy. <laughs> he took your coats on the way in. Oh, Get him up here. Yeah, well, while you were enjoying the headliner, he was on the subway train coming 45 <laughs> minutes. I The feature has got to be the sweetest spot. I remember I was oh, yeah. one time, and I didn't know this. And granted, I don't, I don't necessarily do it because I like to stick around and talk to the people who are at the show afterwards, but... He just did his set on the late show and then bounced. Mm -hmm. Just left. I yeah. didn't know you could do that, man. Yeah. That's so cool. But <laughs> but you're missing out on the merch sale, which is where you get like 90% of your money doing this yeah. shit. A lot of people, a lot of features make a lot of money on them merch. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, not, you're not making what the headliner makes. You have to almost sell merch to make up for that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you can make more than what some headliners make selling merch. That's true. But if, some some headliners get mad if you sell merch. I've seen. Oh yeah, but my favorite was like their merch. Yeah, but Jim Norton had the best quote. He was like, "Dude, he's like, if I'm getting outsold, or if I'm worried about getting outsold by the feature, I shouldn't be fucking headlining." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because some headliners would be like, "No, you can't. I, I don't want you selling merch." Oh. Blah blah blah. And it's just like, "Fuck you, dude. I'm trying to make a living here." You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. If I can steal your sale, fucking step up, man. Or you try to get a better graphics artist or <laughs> or better bit. Yeah. My, my favorite thing from headliners is don't talk about this during your set don't talk about that during your set oh, like dude. entire premises like don't bring up divorce i got a whole 10 on that i'm like what <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> they, they give you they give you 15 credits they want it done in alphabetical order and by <laughs> the way you can't talk about life <laughs> i own all the premises yeah. <laughs> By the way, that joke you had, it's my joke, bro. Just just a white dude telling you, dude, don't talk about the black experience. I got 10 on that. <laughs> yeah, if I had a dime for every time a white person has come up to me and suggested that I not speak about the Black Lives Matter protests, <laughs> that I would never need to sell merch. I'd, I'd be rich already. Well, just Wait, like, you pay a comic back and forth. He's like, hey, come here. I've had multiple, multiple comedians, none of whom were black, ask me why I do those shows. Uh, when I was talking about the, the Franklin Manor protest, um, gay gang and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I've that material for a while. And even bringing it up, it's not that I'm taking a side left or right or calling somebody wrong or right. Bringing it up and because it's an uncomfortable feeling in the room. Once you start going down that road, motherfuckers would come to you and just be like, well, you know, you don't have to go there. I'm like, yeah, they don't have to be killing black people in the streets either. But I mean, they still do it. So yeah. I yeah. got to talk about this shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's okay. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, yeah, it might just be people trying to give you tips to say, you know, if you don't do political or, you know, charge stuff, you might get more work or something. I don't know. They might just, they think it's probably coming from a place of, help endearment or yeah but in reality it's like yeah but i don't care and that's yeah. the beauty of this shit is that you can talk about whatever you want so yeah i gotta talk about what's going on right now um or at least at that point in time it was so pivotal and nothing in my nothing in my recent memory had occurred like that magnitude i had to speak about it and if you weren't speaking if i wasn't going to speak about it i felt like i was just as wrong if you're going to be silent on something and you know it's wrong you have a platform and an opportunity to at least say something might not be to the world. It might not be to the masses. 30 people at one show, 50 people at another show, 10 people at this show. Yeah. Why would I not use that platform to at least try to be funny? But at the same time, if you could leave there with a, a, a slightly different perspective, why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. That's how I did Like with the, um, like we, we did the, we did that mic on the, the day that the, um, the Capitol thing happened. <laughs> and I was, Yo. Yeah, and I was sitting there with like Farzan and JJ and like Cam, and we're just all bullshit. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I feel like I was like, I have to say something about this. And Farzan's like, oh, are you like the fucking mouthpiece? I'm like, no, 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 I'm not saying like that. Like, I like personally, I can't go up there and be the fat, funny, jolly, ha 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 guy because I don't feel like that right now after what happened today. 
So I went up there and just like roasted the Proud Boys and I tried doing some silly shit. And then I was like, normally this is how I am. I can't do that. I don't feel that way. Because, dude, it felt like 9-11 again to me. It was was a heavy feeling. I'm like, I'm like, this is a weird thing that never happened before. And we all watched it. So I was like, I had to talk about it. So I get that, dude. I definitely understand that. It was one of my weirder sets, but it worked. That was a weird energy in the room that night, yeah. man. It was and like, then that guy, yeah, because the beginning of the night, that guy like yelled at Matt about some shit. Well, Matt, and then he had a cane. He called him a bitch. Tried to yeah, fight. That's like I'm gonna be fight an old man with a cane. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> he called him a pussy ass bitch, and then got up on his cane and uh, hobbled out of the bar. You know what, man? Oh, you want to see you, pussy ass bitch? Hey, sir, walk over there without that cane. We'll see how fucking pussy is. <laughs> Knock his cane out of his hand. Tell him to pick it up. See how much of a pussy he turns into. Pussy ass bitch. We're supposed, Steven, left. did you have something about um a keyhole animal or something? A keyhole animal. Yeah, an octopus? Yeah, that thing, right? Because they, they can slide through keyholes. Can't they, like, slide through? <laughs> I've seen him slide through a crack off a boat and make it back in the water. It went through an Instagram model's dress and her cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> Keyhole. Got it. Anyway, um, yeah, Octopus Teacher, you said you saw it, Dylan, right? Yes, I did, sir. That was one of the stranger. Moments. Is it a documentary? It's a documentary. Yeah, and it was just like one of the weirder moments of free time that I had because yeah. I don't know why I clicked on it. I'm, I love Octopi. Octop- Octopi, yeah. Octopi. Hey. Come on now, son. High school. Club. You I got love it. Occupy, bro, because they're such a dope animal. But that documentary, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's so weird because this dude just basically spends every day of a whole year just following an octopus around um, off the coast of Africa. <laughs> it's just one guy stopping in the water. Octopus? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so what, every day he wakes up, puts on a wetsuit, and is like, "No, Let's go see what Henry's." No, no, no wetsuit. It's just no like wetsuit. a mask with like one of those like pipe snorkels. Snorkels. <laughs> wait, so he's wait. How deep's the water though? He's on the so it can't be that deep. He free dives with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, he'll, but he'll just he'll skim across, and then once he spots him, he goes down and just uh, yeah. he goes on his camera. <laughs> It's so wild, dog. Well, what's Octopus's name? It has to have one. <laughs> he doesn't name her, I don't think. What? It's a and girl? It's, it's a female. They have a relationship. He's yeah. emotionally attached to her at this point. Wait a minute. This documentary is changing now. First, I thought he was doing it for scientific reasons. Now you're like, it's a woman. They have a relationship. <laughs> he sees her every day. They have a meetup spot. <laughs> they have for about 15 to 20 minutes and then they, hey, they meet up tomorrow you know? she, she he's an octopus smoking eight cigarettes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to pay squid support the part of children and squid yeah <laughs> squidwick <laughs> meet me at the reef <laughs> No, but the craziest thing is there's a part in it where um, he finds her and she's just like covered in shells and he can't figure out what the fuck it is because it's just like this blob of shells. And then like all of a sudden the shells just like blow apart and the octopus flies away. And it's, and it's her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she, she would just like grab a bunch of shells and just pull them into her body. I'm going to see if I can find a picture. This octopus well, is it like different. a defense mechanism? Yeah. So wait, was Octopus like friends with him? Or not friends, like it was it obviously At the end of the movie they were like besties. I was gonna okay. say they might have even been more than friends, dog. Yeah. They were <laughs> friendly. And octopus can like Marquis and the octopus. Yeah. You say he's just a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I said squid, <laughs> you got what I need. <laughs> The hand job from an octopus. That's what I was about to say, dude. Like, you know, you might get two fisted, but have you ever been eight fisted? Just like, bro, the level of dexterity at her disposal. You got four well, you know, on the like, chest, four on the balls. Just deep in the butthole. Yeah. I only feel oh. seven. I only feel seven tentacles. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. God. there's that eighth one. She was yeah. blinking. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just rubs the big head of it until she inks all over the place. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna squirt. I'm gonna squirt. Yeah. Octopi's like, I have black ink, you have white ink. What? 
made for each other. <laughs> Maybe we can learn. It looks like a yin and yang symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Just makes gray. Well, caramel colored. That's what uh, that's what everyone's gonna be by the year twenty seventy something. I have think. you guys watched the Tiger Woods stuff? I have. Dude. I haven't yet. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm uncultured. He is. It's very he, good. He's a legendary coxman. Let's just <laughs> oh yeah, dude. God damn. He learned all that shit from Michael Jordan. Yes, a lot he of really it. did. He though. Going to Vegas and stuff. Yeah. Really did. So. So that's the octopus. Oh, it's just like, oh, so it's a defense thing where it just looks like part of the reef, I guess. Yeah. So th- there's a part in the movie where, like, um, what do they call it? A pajama shark villain? Yep. Like, there's a shark that, like, attacks her, takes yep. one of her arms, and then the shark comes back, like, the next day. And she just, like, rolls into one of these, and the shark's just, like, biting at the shells and can't and get at it. Oh, that's so sick, dude. It puts up a, a shield. So smart. Yeah. It's not a pajama crazy. shark? Yeah. Why Let do sharks have such weird fucking names? Because humans nurse, name them? Nurse shark, a pajama shark. What, do they just, like, find the, the, the thing nearest to them and just uh, name it after them? Right. It's bad, dog. <laughs> hammerhead makes sense because they have hammerheads. Okay. I wanted I wanted a pet octopus so bad for the longest time. So did that dude. So here's, <laughs> here's a pajama shark, David. It, it looks like a, a like a don't wake daddy shark. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a skimmer, like a skimmer fish. Yeah. No sucker fish that like eat the shit off the glass, the algae and stuff. Just needs a little sleeping cap right there. So they're obviously bottom feeders. <laughs> they just go around and just eat off a... Look at yes. the urchins, dude. Look at the urchins. The urchins? Yeah, all the little sea urchins, all the spiny things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The, the, the sea slings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember, yeah, the Koosh balls. Remember those fucking things? Yeah. That's yeah. Thinking, uh, there was a study that they did where, like, I think octopus, they're, they're supposed to be like really solitary animals. And then they started giving them ecstasy. And they're like, they became much more social. <laughs> ecstasy. <laughs> just octopus with glow sticks. They're just something. hanging out now. They're just partying, dude. Yeah, they're fucking rolling, dude. They're- <laughs> Crystal Methods playing, like, what the fuck? That's the name of the game. It's like, what the fuck is happening? These octopus yeah. are going nuts now. Coral Reef has, like, a light show now all of a sudden. <laughs> they find a bunch of pacifiers on the ocean floor. They found bioluminescence out of nowhere, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting there, like, putting its tentacle on the glass, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're over there twirling, like, light-up Tetras and shit. Like, Terry Crews. <laughs> Like, yeah, they're like, where to get a pacifier? <laughs> they're like, yeah, we really need to do something about this ocean trash. Octopus <laughs> are ra- raving down here. Well, see, like, they don't even need a strobe light or anything because they can just have like different, like, show themselves different colors anyway. That's true. They don't even need to hallucinate. Oh, they're like chameleons. Yeah, and then and then that one poisonous ass blue ring octopus shows up and lets y'all know who really daddy is. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the man of war, like the mm-hmm. Portuguese one. Oh yeah, man. fuck that. That one's like so you'll like it kills humans. Like if you fucking there's an octopus yeah. that when it attacks you, I believe it's poisonous, and this motherfucker's so poisonous that it has rings that glow on attack. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Oh really? Yeah, like it lights up. Mm-hmm. It turns into Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon. <laughs> I got some real for your ass. That's, that's a new kung fu technique. I'm using. I'm using the blue ring octopus technique. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, all right. So back to the Tiger Woods thing, like, because oh. I mean, th- does it just go through everything, or is it mostly like everything, bro? It goes through, and this is the thing. It's so interesting that as the documentaries are coming out now, athletes are young enough to where you're seeing them from childbirth. And having footage that's really good all the way up until where they are now. Yeah. The guy was bred to be the best golfer of all time. That's from the time he was two years old, bred to be the best golfer. Day in, day out. Parents took their kids to the park. His parents took their kid to the golf course. (laughs) Yeah, his dad was um, what was he, a Navy or Army veteran? His dad was a bad motherfucker. He was an operator in the Green Beret. Yeah, that's right. He was, yeah, he was during, real high. Du- ready? Ready? During Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he did, right. some, he did some of the craziest shit. He probably saw some of the craziest shit. 
And so when he got back, he just wanted um, – I guess he played a lot. What was it at, like, his um, local course that was, like, right. for military vets yeah, and shit? Yeah, you could only be on the base if you So were him and his buddy, they would hang out all the time, and then Tiger would play with them. But then, like, later on, you find out, like, while yeah, his buddy – his buddy's hanging out with Tiger at two or three years old. They're practicing putting. And his dad's in the van just banging some fucking girl that works at the country club, like, on the – like, parked. Oh. Like, they had a Winnebago. They had a Winnebago, and they would drive the Winnebago onto the green. He's, like, 30 feet away. because he, he sees that bitch yeah. shaking, and they're scrumping. And he's over here <laughs> practicing his putt and shit. <laughs> but his dad would fuck with him. Like, when he goes to putt, he'd, like, shake his change in his keys in his pocket. He'd yeah. yell out stuff, trying to, like, throw Tiger off. When Air he was, horn. Like three years old and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you like that jackass thing? It's insane. <laughs> Oh, man, his father's so, is Unfortunately, like, the stuff he learned when he became later on in life, just hooking up with it, don't get me wrong. I mean, he, he was, like, a nerd his whole life. So, I don't I get it. I would have fucking gone nuts, too. But his dad was doing that, and he knew about it and, like, never told his mom and shit. So, that's why but, when he got older, he's like, well, if my dad did, I could do it. You know what I mean? But, I mean, like, Tiger Woods. How, how nuts is that going, considering how other athletes <laughs> conduct themselves? Yeah, and that's the thing is that he was such a picture perfect yeah. role model at the time, and that's how they painted him. That when he ended up, and it's not like he hurt anybody. You'd think his whole thing would just it's be crazy. like he just holds up a picture of OJ. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. But also, doing it's the fact that not only did he, um, he was you know infidelity and all that shit, but they even said like he actually loved those girls for like specific reasons. He had, like, multiple women that were in love with him. He didn't just fuck them once and leave them. He dated, like, all these different women yeah, for yeah. years. And and my thing is that, and I'm not making excuses for it, I understand where he's coming from in, in regards to battling with things like that because his dad did it right in front of him, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it was known, dog. If you watch the documentary, David's right. There's a picture of Tiger on the green. He's working on his shot, and behind him is the winner. I would teach lessons to to really hot girls, and then after the lessons, <laughs> that's what it was. They were going to the Winnebago for cocktails. Yeah, cocktails. and that's cocktails. Yeah, and that's where she really learned how to hit the five wood. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is that you would when I was a kid and I was growing up I heard about everything that happened I heard about him getting arrested you saw the mug shot yeah I thought it was worse than what it was man I yeah, thought well, there was a reason to hate Tiger that's why I tell me it. Tiger's just human yeah, yeah. that's it Yo, he likes to fuck a lot, dude. The guy likes women, and women like him. You're telling me that's why we canceled Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Well, he came back, though. He came back. He came back and won. And won the match. Yeah. Look at him, bro. That's such He's a He's a beast, dude. No, I've always, uh, like, you know, he was just a monster on the course, dude. I had, fuck, I think I have, uh, I don't know, somewhere. Like, it's weird that we just can't accept that, like, our heroes can be flawed. Right. Yeah. Like, right. that's the craziest thing. Like, people are that's like, That's the oh. thing is, like, LeBron, they're always looking for something to try to take LeBron down because he's been married to the same woman, yeah. he's a, you know, allegedly faithful. We don't fucking know. But so, I oh, know, if know. something okay. happens, yeah, if we. something happens with LeBron, it's going to be like Tiger, where they're just going to, like, run him through the fucking mud. See, that's the thing is, how many different times do you need uh, the same example from different people at the highest level? Yeah. When you are but, but of thing that mindset, dog, you have to be a certain level of crazy but he's he's doing shit off the field i don't care what he does off the field like if that's he's the thing he's if he's not killing people right ray lewis killed a guy yeah <laughs> ray lewis shot a guy right. yeah, yeah allegedly allegedly Pla Pla plaxico <laughs> shot himself allegedly allegedly you know what I mean? that's right and, and so the thing is that i don't when i look at michael jordan mike tyson john jones Tiger Woods, it's kind of a reoccurring thing when you're so undeniably determined to be great at something. There's going to be an outlet and a release somewhere, somehow, somewhere. And for yeah. a lot of people, dog, it's women, man. Yeah, I know. That's, Dude, that's the craziest thing that Matt Williams that just gets though. it in. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> he's so determined Lazy to be fight. so good on the Peloton. He's just... <laughs> now, the, the craziest part of that documentary to me was the fact that when he was in high school, he had a girlfriend. And his parents found out he was sneaking around. He made him write a letter. They He makes... His parents make him write a letter to her saying, I don't know where I can't be with you. Uh, I need to focus on just golf. Like, it's crazy, dude. I'm like, that is like crazy, like type it's level. Crazy. But I mean, look at where he got to go. So that touches, day, that touches like, back on what I was talking about with his father. Bred him. And yeah. to be nothing more than the perfect golfer. There's no parties. There's no relationships. And there's definitely no fucking girlfriend. Yeah, but see, it's, but see, it could have easily been this. He could have gone the same route as Michael Jackson. Michael what? Jackson becomes the king of pop, <laughs> but instead of just fucking girls, like, huh? he goes to like little kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that First was his point. outlet that you were saying. You got to have an outlet, and his was like I never had a childhood, and you know. I, I refuse. I'm a flawed man. I refuse to judge that guy based off of the fact that he's a womanizer. I'm sorry, man. It's it, it's something that. Too many people do, and not just at the world athlete, world famous athlete level. No, I mean at the normal human being level for me to judge somebody, dog. It's, right. it's not my style. Now, if he was out here fucking the kids, now we gotta have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. We gotta cancel Tiger. If, if he's out here killing people, or we gotta kill Tiger. At that, we gotta put Tiger down. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta put him down. Gotta yeah. crank the Tiger. But, yeah, but everyone does that. You, you gotta you send him to Carol Baskin, get him taken down. <laughs> If you have any kind of power as a man or even, you know, a little bit of money, you use that to get pussy. Like, that's what Dog. I and hate to say it. But and that's... What's fucked up is that a lot of times it's thrown at you, bro. Exactly. Yeah. It, because it, you have the power. Women like powerful men, no matter how much they say, I just want a guy to treat me right. No, you don't. Not all the time. You're, you're coming to defense attorney for women across the globe. <laughs> There's an angle coming. I know, right? <laughs> I just—I yeah. I heard a lot of a lot of men talking about what it's like to be a woman. So. <laughs> I did not say that at all. All I said oh, is we're, that, we're uh, saying that women women like powerful men. It's no secret. It's mm -hmm. no secret. I like them to men. be completely weak, so I can just control them. Yeah, same. To just get it that's, back that's, to what it should have been. That's the new age thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. So Oh, I see. It's usually it's usually women who a can't fuck good, b don't have good pussy, c are usually frumpy and overweight, d are oh, bitches to begin with. <laughs> Dude, men want to oh, fuck. No. Or men men are attracted to powerful men. It's just it's just something. People Maybe men should just go fuck men then, David Wayne. They, some of them do. They just leave us out of their bullshit. And a lot of times it's a power move. Something doing a lot of times it's a power. It is a power move, especially like in, when you get like prison or a place where it's a lot of men in a place. It's you power bottom move. Condiments, dude. Yeah. You got to do a power bottom move. That's Maybe. gotta be one, right? Power top of, uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna be the best bottom you ever. Like, you ain't never gonna find another <laughs> bottom like me. It's like I dare you. <laughs> I dare you try to go look for him and go yeah. down like me. Oh, bounce you into the ceiling. They don't throw this thing back like I do. I'm a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just um, it was yeah, weird. That's what happens? It, it was weird, honestly. But what's crazy is that he he was going through all this thing. He's trying to find this release, right? He takes it out on women. Okay, his mm -hmm. dad dies. His dad was an operator. Tiger goes to play army with the seals. Yeah, he trains. That's he how he hurts going, himself. Yeah. He's going into live shoe house urban warfare training and actually running drills with the seals to the point where he starts to think i'm gonna join the navy i'm gonna quit Good. professional golf i'm no longer gonna be the best golfer of all time i'm gonna join the navy yeah he's gonna do this reverse dad where his dad did the military first Motherfucker. Golfed. It, and I, I i don't know why he didn't join but i'll tell you why he didn't join it's real cute when you're out there and everybody loves you because you're tiger woods and they're letting you run these drills with the seals Mm -hmm. Go ahead and go to Buds and try that shit there. You're no longer Tiger Woods, pimp. And I'm not saying that he's not a tough human being. That, and I'm not saying he's not strong. I'm saying that starting from the bottom when you're already at the top doesn't seem so easy when you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, that seems oh, scary. Wow. And but he but, he even said like he. he but told how him, he told him don't 
don't go easy on me. Like, just because yeah. of who I am, I want you to really try to go hard. But even in the back of their heads, they're like, man, we can't. It's fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah. It's fucking it's Tiger Woods. You're not going to go so hard. All right. He ends up hurting himself and then, yeah. you know, fucked up his knee. Yeah. He ended up breaking his body down PTN with these guys, which is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, why are you doing this when you're a professional golfer? I don't know. But it, yeah, man, yeah. Patrick Garrity has a great bit about it. Maybe he just wanted to get onto that course again. It's so funny watching Tiger move through rooms and clear house. Oh, it's great, dude. It's phenomenal. Did well, he just... Comes... Yeah, go ahead. He's not say... a... Dude, he's not even throwing grenades. He's just lobbing Titleist at motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking him out. That's so funny. Oh, man, imagine... Uh... Imagine Instead like, of mortar shells, it's just Tiger teeing off. Yeah, Tiger just... <laughs> yeah, you just, you just, you're, uh, you're like in Afghanistan and you're sitting on a tower and you just hear, ping. <laughs> Instead of having an anchor, <laughs> Instead of having an anchor, just somebody commenting. Okay, here's Tiger lining up for the shot, <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> yeah, the spotters just yeah. whispering to him. He does the scoop every time. <laughs> Yo, Tiger would be so accurate as you a just, quarterman. You just see that guy walking, all of a sudden, and he just falls over. Tiger's <laughs> Enemy down. He just oh, he chips a NATO round into fucking Bin Laden's head. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. man. Quarterman and cat. Mortarmen are bad dudes, bro. Mortarmen are bad motherfuckers, though. I spent a lot of time um, as their engineer. For I just love the sound. Like the, dude. That, uh, it just sounds so cool like when you hear it. Oh, I thought you meant the whistle. Uh, the 80s are great. <laughs> no, it, 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 isn't there usually like a thump when it launches? <laughs> yeah. If you're right next to it, I mean, do they, they have to wear headgear and shit, right? Because it's I pretty mean, loud, isn't it? I, I mean, yes, but it's it's... In real circumstances, guys are operating mortar guns and just PT gear. Because think about how far mm. away you are from the actual line. You know? Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, when contact happens, you'll see guys run out there in shorts and short sleeve shirts and just a Kevlar and a kit. And then <laughs> start getting to work, man. It's... <laughs> Just like they're retrieving a ball on a tennis court. Bro, like they're going to the in sandals. In sandals. Get it in, bro. It's so dope, man. I love it. So, wait, so basically, they look like you running out there but with a gun. Yeah, 100%. Do you, guys, uh, do you guys got anything to plug? We should probably start rapping. Yeah. Uh, you guys go ahead. David? Oh, um... This Saturday, I'll be roast battling Stevie at the 8 bit. I have, dude, I have nothing, by the way. Me either. It'll I be fun. much at all. Like, who, I, don't we have to write for other people, too? I'm like, I don't plan on getting past I... Stevie, so. <laughs> if I'm being honest. So, February 13th, 8 bit roast, um, or 8 bit show. Um, after the show, we're doing a roast battle. So, the, what, the Vortex, right? In St. Pete. And yeah. then. Um, February 18th, Apps and Taps in Trinity, Florida. Doing like 25 minutes there. That's going to be fun. And then February 20th, uh, I'll be at Snappers, right? Filling in for you, Dylan, right? right. Thank you, sir, for doing Dude, that. Dude, thank okay. you. Thank you for even, like... Oh, you're the man. I, can't I talked to Jason this past week, and everything's good, so... Everything good with that? So far, I guess um, the owner's still out of town or overseas, so I'm like, uh, hope everything's all right, man. Yeah. And that's all I got. What you got, Stevie? Uh, roasting you on the 30th. Not, not the 30th, the 13th, as you said. Yeah. Uh, I'll be at Porky's in St. Cloud on the 20th doing a guest spot. Uh, 27th, I'll be featuring at the Whiskey with J.J. Curry. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, be J.J. Curry, Pat Largo. Um, March Fourth, I'll be at Apps and Taps with. I think it's just going to be me and John Jacobs. Oh, awesome. man show. Mm-hmm. And then maybe um, I'll come out and do another one. I was about to say, yeah. I mean, is this? Dude, I live like ten minutes from there. It's good. You, you can come out and watch. No, I'm just. <laughs> I, mean, I probably will. And then uh, March fifth and sixth, I'll be hosting at Stanford's. Awesome. Nice. I mean, that's it. What I'll you got, Dylan? Physics. I'll be doing physics and ethics homework, um, and uh, you know, supporting right. the Peloton. Uh, you guys, every every Wednesday we release. Hit the you, subscribe button, like. Um, 
You better I do. Thought, you better do ethics. You straight white piece of shit. <laughs> well, I should just cancel myself and quit if that's for being ethical. Yeah. Matt, are you still riding the Peloton? Like, which yeah. one up to now? You already did the hundred thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one fifty yet or whatever. Now a thousand's a goal. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to get another hundred by the end of the year. Yeah, so. yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like my. I don't want my thighs to ever be separated. <laughs> you don't want a thigh gap. Yeah, yeah no, no that's thigh. overrated. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were you uh, saying? You're... Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that, Dylan. Sorry, we won't forget you. <laughs> what do you got, Dylan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go. We'll get you around. Whatever you want. I guess if you need it. Uh, February 9th, I'm at Tin Roof, Orlando. Hell yeah! No, first time in Orlando. Come out and see your boy, man. Nice. February 19th, I'm at Snappers. It's going to be great. I love that room. February 20th, I'm at Sidesplitters. Please come out and see that. March 19th, I'm at Snappers. And then April 2nd, I'm doing a guest set at Spitfire. April 3rd, I'm featuring for Professor J. So that would be cool. Nice. All right, and where can everyone find you on like social media and stuff? At oh, everything is at Dylan Walker Comedy. Instagram is my main handle. Please follow me. I'll follow you back at Dylan Walker Comedy. TikTok, Dylan Walker Comedy, YouTube, all that shit, man. Okay. Yeah. Make Twitter, sure to like, uh, share, subscribe to Dylan Walker. Oh, please do. I won't want to have to fight nobody over a like. Petty. <laughs> I really want to thank you guys, though, honestly, for having me on, dude. That was a blast. Oh, hey, thanks for being here. As long as I never catch a shin or an elbow from you, I'm happy. <laughs> no, I can't guarantee that, though. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I like to be physical with my friends. So if I start, yeah. like, like, you know, I love you. Yeah. I'll just I'll just have to bear hug you, then fall over. That's my one. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah. He's Mass Williams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, guys. Hey guys, thanks for watching this video all the way to the end. Be sure to hit that subscribe button down there. Also hit that notification bell so you can get updated when we put out new content every week. Every Tuesday, Topical Depression. Every Wednesday, the podcast comes out. Audio is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Or you can watch another one of these videos. Maybe this one here. Thank you for watching.